recorded live at 4 Z Studios Brisbane on 102.1 FM. And broadcast across Australia on the Community Radio Network. You're listening to Zed Games. With 10 years experience and over 500 episodes, Zed Games brings you the best in gaming news, reviews, community and culture. Want to reach out? Message us on Facebook at ZEDGamesAU. Hey, hey, hey. It's hey, Zed Games. Amazing. We Aren't just you had excited? a mini staring like contest. A... We're all about gaming here, so yeah. we kick off the night with staring contests. Incredible. I'm Ailey. I'm Elliot. And this is Zed Games. Incredible. I'm oh. amazed. This yeah. is going to be so much fun. Thank you. I'm a professional Zed Games. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh. Yeah. No chaos, just pure professionalism. No. This has been a good night. Everything is going according to plan. No setbacks, no trouble, no scares. And I hope you're along for the ride for that to continue. Have you been? Not chaos. Yeah. Uh, That's what I like to hear. Yeah. No, things have been running incredibly smoothly through my life and it's great. Playing any games in your non-chaotic state? Uh, I've actually been playing Death Stranding again because I love walking. Um, (laughs) uh, (laughs) um, But also switch sports because it's actually wicked fun. If you liked Wii Sports, you will love switch sports. Um, I did not, but I that's just because I didn't play it because I didn't have a Wii. Oh, wow! I didn't have a Wii. No, okay, that's you know that's fine. We'll, we'll move we'll move past. I'm w- this. I'm willing to try this. I'm it's actually wicked fun. Board. Like it's yeah. so good. Um, tennis feels the same. Bowling is a little different. Uh, Better different. Yeah, like I enjoy it. Um, the online I was expecting to be really bad. To be honest, I uh, would expect that too. Being Nintendo, <laughs> but uh, I have experienced no faults, so it's cool. Highly yeah. recommend. Well, I will check it out. My friend has it, yeah. so I'll just invade just him. His, good plan. Not him, his house. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm going to play the news before I say something else I'll regret. Let's go. This week in gaming news. TikTok influencer raises US $8 million for confusing NFT landlord scheme. TikTok user Michael Lee appears to have raised $8 million US million in a funding round for a confusing bid to become a video game NFT landlord. The influencer has over 50 million followers on TikTok and is known for making videos of himself dancing, having fun with his younger brother, and making sponsored content for Invisalign. Lee has partnered with the co-founder of a company that produces sports earbuds to launch a startup venture known as Joystick, through which the duo plan to buy up large amounts of in-game NFT assets and rent them out to gamers for temporary use. At the time of writing, the company's website claims ownership of assets in a handful of games whose main selling points are their NFT integration and so-called play-to-earn models. While media surrounding the company praises the way it empowers gamers to own and earn money from digital assets, the only service actually available right now are tokens that can be purchased online via the Ethereum cryptocurrency blockchain, money from the sales of which appear to go directly to the company. 505 Games showcases three upcoming indie games. 505 Games, publisher of recent titles like Death Stranding, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, and Assetto Corsa, have revealed three upcoming indie titles at their first digital showcase. Among the Trolls is a survival simulator set in a troll-filled Finnish forest. Stray Blade is a third-person fantasy combat game with clear inspiration from the gameplay of the Dark Souls series. And Miasma Chronicles is apparently a tactical adventure set in a post-apocalyptic sci-fi wasteland. All three games were shown with new trailers or demos, and none are set to be available this year. New Itch.io tabletop RPG bundle supports reproductive rights. 
Dungeons and Dragons podcast, Roll for Romance, has launched a five US dollar tabletop RPG bundle on itch.io in support of US reproductive rights organizations, Planned Parenthood, and the National Network of Abortion Funds. The bundle currently includes over 200 tabletop RPG titles, normally valued at almost 1400 US dollars individually, and comes as a response to a leaked US Supreme Court opinion indicating that key protections for access to abortion were at risk of being overturned in the country. Many of the titles included in the bundle are played similarly to popular RPG Dungeons and Dragons, and have such wonderful titles as Beam Saber, Glitter Hearts, Village Witch, Offworlders, and In the Shadow of Tower Silver Axe. Now for some upcoming releases. May 19 brings Deadcraft to PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch, Eternal Threads to PC, PS4, and Xbox, Vampire the Masquerade Swan Song to PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch, May 20 brings Beekeeping Simulator Apico to PC, Cotton Fantasy to PS4 and Switch, Dolmen to PC, PlayStation, and Xbox, and The Endless Summer Search for Surf to PC and Xbox. May 24 brings Soda Crisis to PC, and May 25 brings Nino Kuni Crossworlds to PC. That's all this week in gaming news. So you're listening to Zed Games, is that it? You're listening to Zed Games. You're listening to Zed Games. Hello, you're listening to Zed Games. 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 Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to Zed Games. Yeah. There's passion behind your speech. There is. I have never been someone who's played, I was going to say MOBAs, but that's not the genre MMOs. of this game, and I have played MOBAs. Yeah, I've never been someone that's played MMOs, but um, my friend got me to play Guild Wars 2 just before the End of Dragons expansion came out, and um, I get it now. Yeah, they're I dangerous. Get, they are addictive. Yeah. It's a problem. It is, yeah. I, I did WoW for 10 years. That's the mm. time. Guild Wars 2 is a free MMO, and I think I've spent as much money as I would if I was paying for a subscription. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, that's how they get you, you know? Like, such good content, and you're just like, I, I want more. Well, I mean, I'm enjoying the content, but I'm not paying for content. I'm paying to have pretty armor and cute pets. Yeah, no, that's fair. That but is fair. That's what's important. That's the most <laughs> important part of an MMO. Like, so if, hands down. I don't know about other MMOs, but I'm... It's pretty much the same thing. I'm willing to say that if you want it, if you if you care about the fashion, come to this game, um, just so I can compete with you in fashion. <laughs> they call it fashion wars. Yeah, honestly, I like someone's probably called it that. I I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's not what we're here. Well, we are here to talk about video games, but we're not here to talk about the fashion in Guild Wars Two. Yeah, we've got to keep it a bit broader. Yeah. A bit bigger appeal. Yeah. Um, what are we here to talk about? I've put you on the spot. You have put me on the spot. Would you say it's a game that you don't know, but you do know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. I would say that. Uh, we've got a review coming shortly. Uh, it has been pre-prepared and packaged in a strange collaboration written, I believe, by Zara. Yeah. And then spoken, orated, and edited by Toby. An incredible combination. Yes. I'm so excited. And then... It put to air by us. This we worked just as hard as team them. effort. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's listen to what they have to say about Schrodinger's miniature garden. Hello, 
in Schrodinger's miniature garden, you are a cat. Specifically, a very tiny little cat. And you're hungry. You're always hungry. You crave. You yearn. All you dream about is a tin of canned cat food. Shiny in the light. Sparkling with a promise of smelly deliciousness. You can see it. You can almost taste it. Already you can hear the distinctive snap of the metal tab being used to peel back the top, revealing the treasure within. Someone with thumbs will open it for you. All you need to do is get to it. What a shame that you have to navigate a weird garden that exists in the abyss with an incomplete path. How will you navigate such trials? How will you make it to the tin? How will you sate your hunger? You, my kitty cat friend, must find a way. Schrodinger's Miniature Garden is a puzzle mobile game with a pretty simple premise. Get the cat to the tin of cat food. Your path is incomplete and filled with hazards, and it's up to you to help this cat navigate it. The levels are short, the challenges are ever-escalating and numerous, and the outside is pixely and cute. And there's a cat. Multiple cats, actually. So how do you play? Essentially, you need to get the cat to the cat food. There is a path you need to take, but it's incomplete. You have a few blocks you can add to the gaps in the path, and if you put the right blocks in the right spots, the path is clear and the cat reaches the food. Of course, there are different types of blocks. You'll be introduced to stair blocks, turn blocks, where if your cat steps on them, the cat will turn and continue walking in the direction the block is facing, which will allow for the cat to navigate corners. And there are wall blocks, which will make your cat turn 180 degrees. That's the basics of it, but I think you can imagine how complex these levels could get. And they do get complex. The game starts out easy enough, escalating slowly as they introduce more blocks to you and you get the hang of how the game works and how to use the blocks. I did kind of get bored initially as the path is pretty linear, but as the complexity builds you do get more of that challenge. It builds up and then you get to the point where there's potentially multiple paths you can take. And that's where the thinking cat needs to come on. Some solutions are more efficient than others, and the shortest part to the cat food is rewarded with higher experience points. So you may become motivated to return to past levels and find a more efficient solution, or you may want to spend more time on a level to find that three-star solution. Or you may just be content to just get the cat food at all. If I do have one complaint, it would be the block placing system. It's a bit fiddly, especially on a phone, but I did get used to it after a little while. I did misplace a few blocks at times, but it wasn't enough to ruin the game for me. It was just a bit annoying. One of the things I enjoyed as well was even though there are many levels, it doesn't feel repetitive, especially when they introduce a new block. It's a game that builds up complexity well. I do like the little details of this game. The cat's ears twitching while you work at the solution, little tail swishing while the cat walks, the fact that you must be careful of opening boxes. Because of the lore of if I fit, I sit. And the cat has these gigantic empty brained eyes. I am absolutely in love with it. I just think it's so cute with its 1000 mile stare. And of course you can unlock new cats. All other own kind of adorable. The music is pretty chill and the block placing sounds with the gentle clicks and dings of things being moved around and the little pee wop sound of the cat jumping just adds to the charm of this game. But as I usually played this game on the bus or while studying, it was also important that I could tune it out, which I often did. There's enough charm in the visual details that I didn't lose anything when the music was turned off. I have been on a bit of a mobile game kick. And for good reason, time is precious and when you can only grab a few minutes here and there but you desperately want to occupy your mind, but you're fed up with lectures and readings, or you need something to do while getting through your lectures, mobile games are perfect. And they shouldn't be downplayed. Mobile games are a delightful example where strong mechanics and great pacing can really shine, and Miniature Garden is no exception. 
Each level scales up in difficulty and complexity in a manner that isn't overwhelming. The first few levels will have you flying through them without a thought until you hit that first stumbling block. And then you have to spend a moment following the path beforehand, processing through the turns and gaps and falls logically. It's a kind of problem solving I find refreshing because I don't need to break my brain to solve it. I just need to take a bit of time to map out the path. It just so happens that sometimes the mapping does break my brain a bit and the solutions can be a little wacky. But it's worth it to watch the tiny little kitty cat speed through the garden and reach the coveted cat food. And it's free. With some minor in-app purchases that aren't necessary whatsoever. Like the cat, I feel like I found my cat food in this game. And in this game, the cat food is the game. This review of Schrodinger's Miniature Garden was written by Zara and read by Toby. Schrodinger's Miniature Garden was developed and produced by Unico Incorporated and available on Android and iOS. Meow. That was such an incredible review. <laughs> like, what teamwork. I'll be honest. Toby, incredible. You didn't follow my lead. Sorry. Meow. Thank you. Thank you. I got caught up. I was thinking about, like, what Toby did. Had no, I loved the energy. Like, what a time. Amazing word smithing and amazing orating. What a duo. Yeah. Um, I stopped in into your lovely ears, listeners, mostly because I wanted to meow. Um, and I ruined it. I'm sorry. No, it's like, well, no. Like, I think the <laughs> juxtaposition between our reactions was actually maybe made it better. <laughs> um, but I also wanted to connect that review, which I enjoyed. And I think I'm going to check out. Yeah. I Look, I am allergic to cats. So my life is full of pain. That is so sad. Yeah. So I'm really excited to play this because I love cat energy. And I think that'd be really fun to, like, get the cat their food. Yeah. Yeah. I am just going to quickly say, <laughs> I absolutely love unpacking and I love the soundtrack. Yeah. Uh, me too. I really love it. Um, I especially love it because it's like local. Yeah. Got to support them local devs. We we want our local community or just like the Australian community to grow and big and strong. Yeah. But, but especially the local community. Don't tell non-local people if you're <laughs> if they're listening <laughs> we want we love all of our we states love equally. everyone yeah but like especially but everyone everyone equally wink <laughs> <laughs> so we're doing everything in a bit of a mix match order tonight i hope i hope you like that we're yeah. trying it out yeah uh-huh. i feel like it's new it's fresh it's funky so we have another review to go to shortly from paul And I'm very excited to share with you all. But I've just noticed something in this room that I feel like I want to share with everyone. Someone has come and put googly eyes (laughs) on the clock in this room. And it made me smile. And I know you can't see it, dear listeners, but I hope it makes you smile too. Because it's just a big googly eyed clock. It's adorable. It kind of reminds me of a frog. Yes, with a very big mouth. Yeah. It's it's ready to eat time. (laughs) That sounds like an eldritch horror. (laughs) All right. So now that I've shared that with you, let's get into the review. Divination begins with a content warning. 
and as such, I must also begin this review with one. The game contains themes of self-harm and suicide, and while I won't be delving too deeply into that, I will describe the premise and they're not joking. In fact, I'm going to take a detour to another paragraph before returning. Divination is a stylish sci-fi visual novel with a neon noir flair where you play an oracle whose actual nature is somewhat unclear, but in the most literal sense, you are a pair of robot hands that tell people their future by arranging runes. The writing is concise and quickly paced, so you're thrown into the story with very little delay. So back to the story. You remember I warned that it had themes of suicide. I don't think I've read the words so many times in such a short period. Basically, an AI that runs the world commits suicide, which starts a mass wave of the act by followers, but also acting like a virus. There's a lot of it. It doesn't go into specifics really, but there are a few instances of it being depicted in cutscenes. So be warned. The people you'll be divining the future of in the story are associated with the fallout from this main event in one way or another, and by telling their future, you are in effect shaping what their future will be. A client will enter, you can chat to them, and then you read the runes. I really like the rune interface. You'll be given a few symbols, and the order you combine them with will result in your reading. For a fictional example, say you're given a stove, a pot, and popcorn. If you put the stove down, then the popcorn, and then the pot, you might get a giant burning mass of popcorn with the pot just sitting on top. The combination you make will determine the fate and effectively make your choice in the branching narrative. The first section of the game has four people you read with a couple of possibilities branching from each. After the fourth, you realize there is an ultimate goal of some sort, so you can go back and replay those choices in order to achieve it. So at this point, I thought I had a handle on what the game was going to be. I felt pretty optimistic going forward. Sure, I'm also making my way through 13 Sentinels at the moment, but I had room in my heart for two sci-fi visual novels. So I finished up the first section of the game and the title came up and so did the credits. I went back and did a few alternate permutations, perhaps I'd missed the combination that would open up the rest of the game. So here's a problem that probably only affects those who review games. We get sent keys through PR, and maybe we don't see the store for a game before we play it. Like the $6 price tag on Switch, only $3 on Steam, and the description of a very short visual novel. That was it. Really it only disappoints me because I was set to explore the world further and play around with the fun rune system. So that's kind of it. Short review, hey? I haven't mentioned the developer yet. Mojikin. The name rang a bell. Back in 2018, I got an email about the first console game release from Indonesia called Ultra Space Battle Brawl. It was a fun, Pong-style competitive game with Indonesian-inspired space wizards. That was Mojikin. In fact, since then, the small Indonesian studio has released about a game a year, and they're all pretty interesting and quite different, although mainly narrative-focused adventures of some description. When the past was around, sits somewhere between Florence and an escape room. The upcoming, A Space for the Unbound, which does have a prologue available, is a 90s throwback pixel art adventure with more RPG leanings, based in rural Indonesia. She and the Lightbearer is a children's style storybook adventure game steeped in folklore. 
had actually played all their games and they'd all made an impression on me. They also make free games like A Raven Monologue that I tried just before writing this review. It's extremely simple, barely more than a book you flip the pages of, following the story of a raven and the people he meets. The art is gorgeous and... We have a winner! It's the first game this year to make me shed a tear, even though it's only five minutes long. I'm not saying it'll hit you the same way, I am after all emotionally unstable, but everything Mojican makes is unique and has a real passion put into it. While divination is not going to set the world on fire, and I really wish there was more of it, there is something there worth taking a look at. But generally, I'm also using this review to bring attention to the small and very talented Indonesian studio. I'll certainly be paying closer attention to their work in the future. I played Divination on the Switch with code provided by the publisher. It's also available on PC via Steam and Itch. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to Zach <laughs> We were racing there. I won. You you did. I second best yet again. Yeah. That's all right. Well, I am really intrigued. Paul, you have intrigued me uh, primarily about not the game the review was about, although I am interested to try that. Um, And I like, well, I don't like a game that I'm left wanting more of, but I do like a game that's nice and short and, and fun to consume, especially with my new MMO problem. (laughs) New addiction. But you mentioned a game called uh, Raven Monologue and you said that it made you cry in five minutes. And I am a bit of a crybaby. I will cry pretty easily in consuming media, film or TV or video games. But I, I, I just feel like I couldn't be made to cry in five minutes by a game. And it might be my hubris, but I feel like... Five minutes is a very short time yeah. to get invested enough to cry. Right. You, you'd need to get involved in what's going on, like fully comprehend it. And then the stakes. I'm going to give it a go because I want to see. Yeah. Is Paul a bigger crybaby than me? I would have doubted it before tonight, but now I'm not so sure. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I'm, I'm interested to hear. Like, I want to <laughs> know. I will report back. Please do. Um I am. I actually really like the idea of the the concept behind divination, like mm. with the runes and stuff. Um, even just hearing about it, hearing that it was so short, I'm just like, wow. Why? Why? I want more. Like, I haven't mm. even played it yet. Um, Maybe if we all go and play it, give them some love, they'll see that people are really into the idea. Yeah. Make a sequel, oh, and then release cool. like 20 games over the next 20 years, all following up little <laughs> segments of of this mechanic. It's like an episodic over 20 years. Yeah. Hitmen did it. Like, why can't they? Why not? Anyway, (laughs) we're going all sorts of places tonight, but that's good. That's what we're here to do. We're here to talk words that I can't say on the radio about... Well, no, I can say it. We're we're here to talk (laughs) about... (laughs) (laughs) What? No, we are are talking. I I lost the sense of my... Your thought, the train of thought. I just it's enjoy talking along. to you guys about video games. That's what's important. Um, but not the only thing that's important. What else is important is... Hey, hey, hey. We're at Zed Games. Again. I'm still here. It's so late. I feel like we've just started. And, and I have so much more I want to say to you all. It's upsetting. We never get enough time together. But that's okay. We just have to enjoy what time we have. Yeah. 
there's always next week. Yeah. Well, no, I won't be here next week. We'll be, we'll be able to listen in. We'll be a part That's of true. that community. We'll be we'll be you and you we'll will be, be you. you. But someone else will be here talking to you about video games. And we'll all be vibing. Yeah. We're all one big community of video game enthusiasts. Yes. Especially those of you from Queensland. Yeah. <laughs> no, not the favourites, but secretly the favourites. Yeah. Don't tell anyone. But uh, like I said, it's getting late in the hour. Do you have anything you want to um, spring on us? Uh, there's so many things. What I'm is your hottest gaming take right now? MMOs are bad. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I think you're right. I they're can't just stop they're so it. good, but they're really bad. If if you struggle with attention, don't do it because you'll lose your entire life. Yeah, yeah. I have. I I I do. I do struggle with attention. Yeah. I'm talking to you all right now, and I'm also slightly thinking about Guild Wars. Yeah. See, that's <laughs> that's the. It's toxic. It's, it borrows its way right in there, and you can't escape it. If anyone has any good tips for like fashion, oh. That's, I was going to say getting away from MMOs, but also how to be more fashionable in it, MMOs. I'm interested in both of those. <laughs> Send them to us. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Um, I am going to vibe with Zed Game theme song. Here we go. Yeah. Thanks for listening to Zed Games. If you'd like to listen to more, check out our podcast on Spotify. Or follow us on social media at ZEDGamesAU. See, See you next time. time.